Do you have what it takes to be in the 1%? Welcome to The Steph Gordon Show, the place where you'll learn exactly how to scale and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. Before starting this podcast, I've built, scaled, and sold multiple six- and seven-figure businesses, and I've coached over a 1,000 entrepreneurs to do the same. If you're ready to take action and unlock your next level of wealth and become the CEO that your business needs for growth, then hit follow, open your notes app, and let's get started. Hey, and welcome back. Guys, I have had just so much love in my DMs the last few weeks with the rebrand and the new program and the new podcast stuff that I, the sounds and the look. I'm just so grateful. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to every single person who has reached out, to every single person who has told me that they're loving the new stuff, to every single client who has signed up and trusted us and is, you know, loving the program. Every DM that we've had from clients just saying how unbelievable it is. We've had so much feedback from people saying that it's like the business degree that they never got the opportunity to do. Or for those who have done business degrees, they've told us that it's even better than the business degree they did and so much shorter and more simple. And we're just grateful, honestly, Tim and I are just pinching ourselves that we get to do this for work and that we get to help this amount of people and just that our vision came to life so clearly. And we had so many incredible people in our corner. And I just want to have a few shout outs to Jesse from Pink Tank Creative, who helped us bring our brand to life. Cass from Emerson, who helped us to really strategize the brand. Like, who are we? What are our values? What are our mission? What are we bringing to this world? How are we different? And really that underlying key and core message of our brands. And to Alicia, our podcast manager from TVC Studios, thank you so much for all the hard work that you put into my incredible team as well. Oh my God, I'm just so grateful and so lucky. So yeah, guys, if you are looking for the people to work with, those are the peeps. They're phenomenal, incredible. And yeah, thank you so much to every single person who has given us beautiful feedback and taken time out of their days just to tell us they're loving our stuff. But speaking of time and taking the time out of your day, I am jumping on today to talk about something that I would call like the time paradox because I hear so many people, like literally hundreds of people would be in my DMs every day between clients or between, you know, people who are interested or just who are listening to my podcast and giving me feedback on what's working and what's not working for them. And something that I hear time and time again is that I just don't have the time to prioritize my business. I just don't have the time to take my business forward or to do lead generation or to do sales. I just don't have the time to make it happen. And I hear you. I hear you so deeply. I understand that time is honestly the one metric that we just can't get more of. And honestly, it's probably your most important resource that needs to be protected at all costs. So today I'm going to dive into, like I said, the time paradox. And this is really like, do you really not have the time or are you just not taking control of your time? And I hear that a lot of people tell me they don't have time to level up or grow their business. And I really feel like, and this is going to be a pretty savage episode. So in advance, if I offend you, please know that it's probably because you have some work to do. But not having the time is a very convenient excuse for not being able to grow. And it's really easy to use because everybody is using it. It's kind of like my other favorite word, which is overwhelm. (laughs) Very easy to use because everybody's using it, right? But the truth is that if you don't have the time, that indicates to me that you are not in control of your time and that instead time actually controls you. 
And until you learn how to take control of your time, you will always be in the same position. Because like I said, time is the number one resource. It's the thing that matters most because the more time you have, the more money you can make, right? But if you are making money, but you don't have time, you're always going to be limited into how much you can earn and how much joy you can experience in this lifetime. So let me give you an example about what I'm talking about here. A incredible woman in my mastermind who is super successful, has incredible business, came to me this week and said, Steph, I can't create an ideal week in my business because my clients request stuff of me ad hoc. And between that and my husband's schedule and my kids' appointments and their sports, I just can't figure out how to do an ideal week. Every week is different. So I just can't plan because there's no real routine for me. So every week is so different. That was what she told me. Okay. And the reason that I recommend that my clients do an ideal week, the reason that I recommend anyone who's listening to sit down and do an ideal week is so that you can plan out a work routine. You need to know when you're going to work on the business, when you'll meet with clients, when you'll open up your calendar for sales calls, when you'll schedule in marketing activities in order to create a business that you can truly step away from and have the freedom that you desire. You need structure so that you can create the processes for the business to run without you because you can't create a process without structure. You can't create structure without knowing exactly when that thing is going to be in your week. Structure creates freedom. You cannot have freedom without structure. I've spoken about this on lots of podcasts, but I'm really passionate about it because I think a lot of the times people think that freedom is being able to choose when and where you work. Yes, at some point it becomes that, but usually not in the startup phase of business. You have to create the structure around you know, your marketing activities. There needs to be a process. On Mondays, I do this on these platforms. On Tuesdays, I do this on these platforms. On Wednesday, I do this on these platforms so that you can create a process out of it so that you can hand that process to somebody else. Without that process being created and handed to somebody else, you're going to be stuck in it forever. And that's going to take you further away from freedom. And what takes you even further away from freedom is not having that structure at all and just doing it ad hoc. I spoke about it on my last solo episode. I spoke about being reactive in business and having to you know, constantly be like, oh, I've got to do this social media post. I haven't done this today. I need to get you off of my stories. I need to re- email back to that client. That's so stressful. That is the opposite of freedom. That is actually you just living in chains. Okay. So structure creates freedom. You cannot have freedom without structure. Okay. So I say to this client who's just told me all the reasons why she can't create structure in her business. I say to her, you've given me some incredibly real and also slightly convenient reasons as to why you are time poor. But it sounds to me like you're just not taking command of your time. And like you might be putting everyone else's needs in front of the business's needs. You know, your client's needs, they just message you ad hoc. Your kids, you know, you're running around five days a week for appointments and sports. Your husband who, you know, has his job and does his stuff. But if you really want a business to create time and financial freedom, the time and financial freedom that you desire, you are going to have to give it the attention that it deserves. You are going to have to give it the attention that it deserves. Okay. Nothing grows without attention. Nothing grows without you putting effort into it. Okay. So if you really want to create the time and financial freedom, you can't just half manifest it or half work towards it. You have to give it the time and attention it deserves. There's been a few big changes in my life lately, including shutting down my successful and wildly profitable seven-figure business. You might be asking why, and it's because I could see with so many of my clients, they were getting frustrated with information overload. They had so many things they needed to action in their business and not enough time. They just wanted the exact steps and tools so they could grow and scale their business to six figures and beyond. 
And so I spent the last six months building a curriculum that covers the three areas you need to focus on if you want to accelerate your business. We teach you how to streamline your business operations, overhaul your sales systems, establish yourself as the go-to in your industry, and give you access to the exact templates and systems you'll need to do it fast. Spots here are strictly invite only, so if you're ready to take action, head to the link in the show notes and apply for Success School now. So I suggested some ways that she could take control of her time. Bearing in mind, she came to me and said, I can't do it. I can't do an idea a week. I can't set the structure up or the routine in my business, okay? The number one reason that she gave me was because her clients message her ad hoc. So I suggested that instead of her clients messaging her ad hoc, and she didn't want to fire those clients, right? A lot of people will be listening to this and be like, stuff those clients if they're like, I want this and I want it by tonight and she has to work the nighttime. A lot of people will be like, fire that client. For her, that's just not a reality. She has a family she needs to feed. She's got people that like rely on her. And so she can't just fire these clients, okay? And so I've said to her, well, instead, why don't you create on every Monday, do a weekly meeting with each of your clients to get all of their needs for the week at the beginning of the week. So what's the plan for the week? What are we selling? What are we launching? What's going on? So you can get a plan at the beginning of the week. And then in that meeting, explain that any additional work that comes in up and above beyond what's been discussed in this meeting is going to require 48 hours notice for changes. No more ad hoc because her boundaries need to be put in place with these clients. Knowing now that she has a meeting at the beginning of the week with every single client and that the work is going to be ad hoc, she's going to be able to plan her week every Monday, okay? The second thing that she told me she wasn't able to do was because of her children. Her children have sports, they have quite a few medical appointments and things like that. And I said, why not just ask your care providers or specialist appointments, if they can consolidate all of the appointments to ideally one day per week. So like instead of just going in and then be like, hey, let's rebook you for a Tuesday, she can go, actually, do you know, when's your next available Monday? So she can try to, as much as possible and where possible, back those appointments together, right? So you're not running all over town multiple days per week. So ideally, you just go for one day, back-to-back appointments as much as you can, And then one day, ideally of sports or whatever that you can, or even a couple of afternoons a week, but at least you're able to schedule it and know this is the day that I book all my appointments in where possible. The third thing that I said to her, which was something that I actually would give advice to any client who is being reactive in their business is don't open your emails until midday every day. And of course, turn an out of office on so that everybody knows, but you have to prioritize your work before everyone else's. And when you open your emails, that's everyone else's problems. Your emails are everyone else's problems. No one comes to you in your emails with problems that are yours. Like there's stuff that they're struggling with that they need your help with, right? So it's everybody else's problems and not yours. And so if you are struggling with being reactive to your clients all day, every day, I highly recommend just letting them know, I don't check my emails until midday, but you can be guaranteed that after midday, you will hear from me. So you can prioritize your work in the morning when your mind is freshest to get the stuff done on the business that you need to get done. Having this discussion immediately freed up so much spare time for her to take control. This is just one example, and I've had this conversation with hundreds of women over the years. Where are you letting life control you? Where are you not taking command of your time or your needs? Where are you not asking for what you need so that you can spend time to build the business that you love and that affords you the freedom that you actually desire? So I've got some steps that I've listed out for you. If you're listening along, here is what you need to do to take control of your time so that you can grow a business that creates the freedom that you desire, even if you only have two to three days to work on your business per week, which is actually plenty, just by the way, if you're doing the right tasks. So the first step here is, like you probably already guessed, create an ideal week. Now, I want to be really clear. 
It doesn't always go to plan, okay? But it does definitely create the structure about how and when to open your calendar for client calls, for meetings, for sales calls. When will you do your grocery shop? When will you do your food prep? When will I clean the house and pick the kids up for school? When am I going to carve out some time for me time? Like I said, it doesn't always go to plan, but without even trying to plan it, you're going to fail. They say fail to plan, plan to fail, right? And it really, that's 100% true. And don't beat yourself up if your ideal week doesn't go to plan. I get it. Some of you have young kids. I understand. I've coached thousands and thousands of mums in my time. I've had conversations with so many mums about being in business. I get it. It's not always going to go to plan. But even if 50% of it went to plan, you'd have 50% more time back in your business. You feel in control 50% more than you currently feel in control. The second point here is to update your calendar accordingly. The thing that I see slipping into business owners' time is sales calls and client work, like client contact. You have to definitely time block sales calls and client contact. Your calendar shouldn't just be open all day every day for your clients to drop in and have a call with you. Your calendar shouldn't be open all day every day for prospects to drop in and have a call with you because it breaks up the workflow that you're trying to get done, okay? So definitely please time block the calendar for contact with clients and sales calls and also social media if you can. Number three is be protective of your time. You have to say no from time to time. Okay. Even if like you feel guilty, even if you feel bad, if you know it's a no in your gut, you have to say no. You can ask for more convenient times. So if you have a doctor's appointment, if you have a specialist appointment and it's right in the middle of your work day, why not just ask them, is there any chance that you could fit me on a Thursday? Is there any chance that you could open up half an hour later for me? If you don't ask, you don't get. Okay. So ask for more convenient times that work with your calendar. Decide what and who are worth bending your boundaries for, okay? Because there are going to be times where, you know, like my parents, it's worth bending my boundaries for. My friends, it's worth bending my boundaries for, okay? Like an example of this is I only podcast on certain days of the week. I only have podcast guests on certain days of the week. It doesn't matter the size or the prominence of the guest. They pick a time that's available in my calendar, unless, of course, they're US-based and they can't find a time, okay? But They pick a time that's available in my calendar and they find one that works for them from there. It doesn't matter who it is, okay? You have to be protective of your time so you can get the most done. Now, here's a reminder. A lot of your time management issues are going to come back to people-pleasing because you feel guilty, because you feel like you should, because you feel bad, because you feel like that's what a good or nice person would do. And so I really encourage you just to put your like rebel pants on, right? Just try it for a week or two weeks. Just start being really fiercely protective of your time. And then number four is to create systems. Now, I've spoken about systems a lot, but the main systems that you need to create are specifically marketing systems because marketing systems can be so rinse and repeat. They can be so easily outsourced or if nothing else, like I've seen people's ideal weeks where they've been spending 10, 15, 20 hours on marketing a week. That's not sustainable when you get clients. So therefore, when you get clients, what's going to happen is that's going to completely drop off. And then when those clients leave, you're going to have no full pipeline to be able to sell to. And you're going to have this feast or famine cycle in your income. Okay. So we have to create systems like marketing systems. What do you do Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays? What times do you post? Where do you put it? Schedule it in. Set and forget. Let's go. Client systems. Like if someone's onboarding, how can you make that as automated as possible? Dubsado is an incredible program for automating onboarding systems. Okay. So like there are client systems so that you're not being reactive in your business. When you don't have systems, you are being reactive. And then reactivity creates adrenaline and long-term adrenaline release And cortisol rushes create stress on the body and that stress leads to burnout. 
So you need to really think about what is my current routine for marketing and how can I either simplify and make that into a process that I can rinse and repeat with like a couple of hours a week? Or if I don't have one, how can I create one? And don't overthink it. Just simple. Like I'm going to post on Instagram three times a week on these days. I'm going to go into Facebook groups and I'm going to do this three times a week on these days. I'm going to send a one email to my list on this day. Okay. Like it gets to be really simple guys, but think about creating a routine for yourself to follow. So that because like think about any kind of routine that you've ever created, you know, once it's in place, it's not stressful. It's easy. Whether that's getting up for work, you know, the first couple of weeks of getting up for a new job at a different time, maybe you have to get up at 4am to get to work for a new job. It's hard for the first couple of weeks, but eventually you do it like clockwork. Any new routine, once it's in place, becomes not stressful. It becomes easy, right? And you getting dressed in the morning, every single morning, you get dressed the exact same way. You put your socks on the same way. You put your pants on the same way. You don't even notice it because it's an entirely subconscious process. Any kind of routine becomes easy once it's become a routine, right? So that's what we're trying to do when we create systems for you is how can we create something that starts to become on autopilot and becomes easy for you? The reason it's not easy, the reason that marketing is not easy for you right now is because it's always reactive. Because it's always reactive, you always have to think about it. And you're already thinking about so many other things. No wonder you're exhausted, okay? We want to just have that so it's like easily done, set and forget. And I just want to leave you with this one statement. Your business gets to be easy when you create repeatable routines for it. Because without those repeatable routines, everything is ad hoc. Without those repeatable routines, you'll always be stuck working in the business. Without those repeatable routines, you will not create the structure and the freedom that you desire. And if you are struggling to create those routines, I would love to support you in this. This is my jam. This is Tim's jam. This is what we do. And this is exactly why we created Success School. So if you're struggling with this, if this has landed for you, if you feel like you're not taking control of your time and instead time controls you, then do the four steps that I've recommended here. And if you're still struggling with it, reach out. I would love to be able to support you. We have an application form for Success School in the show notes. So reach out and let us know how we can help. But otherwise, if you love this episode, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway was or what you're going to do differently. Thanks so much. And I will see you again next week. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I want you to reflect back on this episode and write down right now what action you're going to take and what you're going to change after listening. And after you've done that, please tell me, slide into my DMs. It means the world to me to know that you're getting value from this podcast. I always want to know what you want to see more of, the things that have landed and the ways that it's changing your life. And if you're ready to build a scalable, saleable and profitable business, we're currently taking applications into Success School, which is my mentorship program to take your business to seven figures and beyond. You can apply now via the link in the show notes.